0: SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM.
1: It's 8.22. So earlier we just mentioned the term STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts and maths. And in many ways, I suppose it talks about the conversation we're going to have yet. The question is, can consciousness be explained by quantum physics? Now, of course, consciousness is uh, about the humanities and it's about how we engage with the world. But then there is quantum physics and linked to that is the concept of fractals. How do we even answer that question? Well, maybe there isn't an answer, but perhaps how do we look at uh, addressing the question? Christian de Moer Smith is a professor of theoretical physics at the Utrecht University in the Netherlands. Uh Professor Christian de Moer Smith. gaat Heel bedankt dat je us. Oh, hello. <laughs> Good morning, Michel. <laughs> prof uh, thank you very much it's an absolute pleasure prof let's look at this question um can consciousness be explained by quantum physics now the reason that it is an interesting question because it uh surmises perhaps that our humanity could be addressed through um science and and and, and physics
0: yes hopefully right Physics is there trying to understand the world, trying to explain the world, and we are part of it. So I am sure that all our understanding of physics and quantum physics should help. And this endeavor is so huge that we will have to join forces among all the disciplines, physics, chemistry, biology, sociology, and psychology, neuroscience, to be able to make some progress. So we are bringing our contribution to it so
1: what is how how does this work because i must say when i first read the question and then i read the article i was like okay i'm really i'm really struggling and I, i i was trying to understand how does fractals work with it because fractals in the brain are part of this process i wonder if you could explain to our listeners what are we ostensibly
0: trying to 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 figure out So uh, there is a theory by Roger Roger Penrose. This is the Nobel Prize winner who explained uh, black holes. He won the Nobel Prize last year. And about 40 years ago, he got together with, uh, with an anesthesiologist, Hameroff, and he proposed that our neuronal system forms a fractal network. Yes. And that yes. then the consciousness should come via the the the, the, the motion through a quantum process through this network, this fractal network. And the problem is and so they made this orchestrated or theory, but this theory was met with much incredulity among all the, the other physicists, because first people would say, How can you get quantum processes? at room temperature, that's how our body is functioning. And so there were many people believing in it and embracing others were very destructive in a manner. And this is already long ago. So what we thought is we don't even enter into this fight. What we can try to do is we can try to create a completely artificial system, a fractal system in which we measure quantum processes. If it is a quantum process through a fractal, how should it behave? And that's what we have done. So we are circumventing the fight by providing means to say, okay, if someone measures the the activity in the brain and it behaves like that, what we have created, then it is a quantum process. That was the idea that we had.
1: Yes, please. The idea of the fractal in the brain. So so basically what you're suggesting is that all of those cells, which are neurons, um, they all join together. And and apparently their combined activity generates consciousness. But those combined activities are also
0: demonstrated visually as a fractal. Yes. yes. So our body in nature is extremely fractal. And the fractality of nature is very important. For instance, the roots of the trees, they are fractal. And it's very important because they can prevent earthquakes. The structure of the branches of trees are fractal. Our lungs are fractal. Our circulatory system is fractal. What
1: is, fractal, Let's
0: describe fractal. When we say fractal, what does that mean? Yes, so fractal means if you start, probably the easiest way to imagine is you start from a triangle Mm -hmm. and now you draw an inverted triangle in the smaller, in the center of this triangle and you cut it out. You will remain with the three smaller triangles. In the center of each of them, you cut another inverted triangle, take it out. You remain with nine smaller ones. You cut again. So you keep cutting ad infinitum this is the mathematical fractal right yeah you will come to a structure which is ramified in in a large proportion which is going to have very interesting properties because it's going to have an infinite perimeter and a zero area it is trying to go from two dimensions in one dimension by cutting And then you ramify your structure. And it will turn out, you could also start from three dimensions going to two dimensions. And what will happen is that because you have so many voids in this structure, that that this structure does not really have any longer the original dimension you started with. So if you started with a a drawing in two dimensions on a piece of, uh, of paper at the end, the structure you have, it's not really like a line that's one dimension. It's no longer two-dimensional. It has a dimension in between, a non-integer dimension. So, prof- And it's always consisting of something
1: that repeats itself. So the thing about that repetition is you mentioned the area versus the parameter. So what we're saying about a yes. fractal is, and if you look at a snowflake, for example, is exactly. that no matter how many times the snowflake repeats itself, um, yes. it doesn't get bigger in size, but it gets yes. the parameter just gets bigger, if that makes sense, because it's it more than big. one dimension. Exactly. That's precisely the point. So yes. we are saying that our brain, if we look at yes. this, may consist of those fractals because those are the blood vessels, and yes. if we work with those fractals, we may then be able to say, well, in fact, our consciousness by the combined activity of those fractals um, could be explained by quantum physics.
0: Yes, so it, that's precisely the point. Not much is known about how things propagate in fractals. So if you think from, in physics... We know how, very well, how transport goes in three dimensions, two dimensions, one dimension. But at intermediate dimensions, there is not much known. In the 80s, people started studying a lot about fractals, Pierre-Gilles Degen in France. Mm. He did a lot. He called the problem of the ant in the labyrinth. How an ant would go through a fractal. Okay, but these were, uh, those were classical processes. He was studying classical physics. And now we started studying with light how a photon, which is the unity of light, would go through the labyrinth in a fractal. So well, that is now a new dimension that's being brought to fractal, to dynamics in fractals.
1: Well, Professor, I can tell you that uh, our team, are they're applauding me because they think that... When I, when I started, I had absolutely no idea, but I think I may have a little better idea. And it certainly, um, I, I think these kinds of conversations are fantastic. And one of the reasons we wanted to have it is because we need to challenge ourselves in terms of how our brains work, in terms of how we position ourselves in the world, and uh, just start to look at it from different angles. Is that not correct?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yes. So We have to look at it from, from different angles, with the different tools, using different techniques, and with the knowledge from different disciplines. Brilliant. I think that's very so. Cross-sector disciplines, we like
1: it a lot. That's uh, Christian de Morey-Smith, Professor of Theoretical Physics at Utrecht University in the Netherlands. Um, still trying to actually wrap my head around it, but you know, my consciousness is working very hard with those fractals, so there we go. Nice one.